0: Welcome to the JC and Bill Sportscast. I'm Bill. I'm JC. And we are here to talk about the latest going on in the world of sports. Um, Well, Aaron Rodgers currently still under center for the Green Bay Packers as of the last episode. Um, So we don't know what will happen there. But uh, besides that, we've got a lot of stuff to talk about. The Stanley Cup playoffs are down to their final four. Um college softball's been getting a lot of attention. We've got the NBA playoffs going on. Major League Baseball is rolling around right now. Um, but I want to begin with a little bit of a scary development that happened earlier today in Europe because uh, this is day two of the Europe tournament, the European tournament. And there was a game that had started between Denmark and Finland. And early on in the game, the one of the Denmark players, Christian Eriksson, collapsed on the field. UEFA made an immediate decision to stop the match... Uh, or actually suspend the match and they will have a press conference in about a half hour, I believe. Um, oh no, I'm sorry. Um, actually this just happened a few minutes ago. they decided to restart the restart the game. Um, uh, with the player, he collapsed had to have CPR performed on him which is nothing you want to hear no nope. but the fortunate thing and this is developing news is that the player is awake in the hospital that's good so he is awake he's currently in a hospital uh, I want to say I think it's Turkey this is where the tournament is, but, um, yeah, he collapsed. Don't know much at this point in time, except he collapsed on the field and was taken to a hospital. And thankfully he has woken up. So that's good. Yeah.
1: That no, I see that.
0: Yeah. You really don't.
1: Right. I 1st hand seen CPR not. Not a nice thing
0: to see. I've been trained uh, for CPR before. There's a lot of things to remember, and that's something you really don't want to go in. Like, you don't want to get ready for that situation if it ever happens, but it's good to have in the back of your head in case some situation like that happens.
1: And I think every parent who has a kid should be forced to take CPR. Um. I, think it should, I think it should be part of the parental because you know, like people that don't know how to do CPR when their kid is or don't know what to do when their kid is choking. Mm-hmm. It's quite, it's quite amazing. And you're like, you know what? I think it should be a standard, just a basic here. This is what you do. Right.
0: I would say more recommended than enforced. I mean, uh, maybe I guess I'm not, I thought <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just thinking like it should be more of more recommended, like highly recommended. Yeah, and have the training be for have the training be for free. Yes, that's how I would do
1: it. I think that's that's what they should do. Yeah. So,
0: but all right. Well, at least we got
1: good news on that situation. Yeah, he's alive, and that's good. So, I have a question for you, Bill. Yes what would you do with 18 million dollars
0: holy crap 18 million dollars yes uh mm, i'd i'd give some to my family because i well one my mom is listening to me right now so um so i (laughs) want to give the right answer uh yes but the rest i i'd save for myself okay that's a good answer because the Tampa Bay Lightning are
1: $18 million over the cap playing in the playoffs. And allegedly, some of the players should have been playing in the regular season.
0: Shouldn't have. Should have. Oh,
1: should have. Allegedly, some just some reports saying that some of those players were good to go. They held them out to the playoffs. Hmm. It's a developing story. And I think if, if you're over the cap, come playoff time, you should get a hit on your cap the next year.
0: That is quite interesting.
1: Yeah. Because Kucherov came back, Stamkos came back, and now they're $18 million over the cap. Though there is no cap in the playoffs. Yeah, I know. So.
0: That is quite interesting, actually.
2: Yeah. Which... So.
0: Which is actually a good transition into talking about the hockey playoffs because we are now down to the Final Four. And Game 1 starts tomorrow between the New York Islanders and the Tampa Bay Lightning. And Monday starts Game 1 of the Vegas Golden Knights Montreal Canadiens series. Yes.
1: And they should be some good series.
0: Mm-hmm. And I'll be honest. I was trying to think in my head who, like if I had to rank in order one through four, the favorites, Vegas to me is the favorite right now. Yeah. You, you just don't lose your first two games and then win four in a row on purpose against – Arguably, that's the key word. Arguably, the best team in the league all year, and not get to this point, and not just lose, get blown, get their
1: doors blown off in get right, one, right? You know, like everyone's counting the Vegas, he's counting Vegas out,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and now Vegas is losing millions of dollars because everybody bet on the Knights.
0: Mm-hmm. So. So, I would say Vegas is the favorite going in yes. at this point. Two and three are a little tricky for me, and I'll tell you why. Because, well, actually, I'll just say right now, I have Montreal at the bottom. They're my number four. Yes. Even though it's a, a terrific story, the Canadians. With Tampa and the Islanders, they're both good teams. Like, the Islanders, Two. this is the second year in a row. I, I believe this is the second year in a row. They've gotten to this point. And, yeah,
1: they played the last year, I think, didn't yeah,
0: they? Yeah, I think so. And and, they and Tampa Bay is the defending champions. So I would say, I, and it's very, very close, I would put Tampa at the number two spot over the Islanders Although I would not be surprised if the Islanders did beat Tampa in this series.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised either. And I actually have the Islanders and Knights going to the finals.
0: That would be a, that would be an interesting series. I I would watch that series.
1: Sorry, the New York Saints versus the Las Vegas Knights.
0: The New York Saints.
1: <laughs> That's what because the coach. Cassidy from Bruins said those guys aren't taking the penalties. What are they? The New York saints. (laughs) Until the fans started chanting, New York saints, New York saints. (laughs) I'll tell you what I love Islander fans. So yes, New York saints.
0: I got a little bit of rooting interest in the Islanders as well, considering who their head coach is and what he did for the capitals. And you know, I'll forever be, thankful and grateful as a fan, you know? Yep. So I, and he's really one of the good guys in hockey there. You don't find a lot of those, but he's really one of the good guys.
1: And that team is scrappy. It's feisty. It's going to hit you. It's going to talk back to you. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's going to be a, I'll tell you what Tampa Bay's in for a, if they think they're going to cruise put on cruise control, they're going to be battered and bruised. Yeah. They're, they're,
0: they're in for a rude awakening if they're going to think that. Yeah. Because this Islanders team is completely different from a year ago. Yes. <clears throat> and actually, I'll say this the hockey has been, I'd say, tremendous at this point. You're hearing more hockey talk than you are basketball talk. You really are. You, you really, really are. And I think a lot of that is because of the play of, you know, the games. Like, a lot of these games, with maybe the exception of game one of Colorado and Vegas, have been really competitive.
1: Yep. I mean, it's back and forth, making big saves on one side, scoring overtime on the other. You know, you just can't break this up, and basketball's just kind of like, you know, I mean, everybody was probably happy LeBron got knocked out. <laughs> he would shake the hands, laugh. Like I mean, you know.
0: I I, I am gonna bring up LeBron a little later on for a comment he made recently, but with, and I want to stick with hockey because I, I don't feel like talking about the basketball right now. This this year and I've noticed this the last few years, and I want to see if you agree with me or not. It feels like within the last few years, it's been more wide open as far as who could win the Stanley Cup.
1: It has been. I mean, it's, the goaltending has been tremendous, the defense, the players, they're laying out in front of the puck. I mean, it's Minus maybe the odd first round series. They, all the first round series are always your best series, it
2: seems
1: to be. And then they rolled right into the second, and it hasn't stopped. I mean, Boston Islanders were was a great series. Mm-hmm. You know, Tampa Bay, Carolina. Man, maybe that was kind of a boring series. But the other three, I mean, the Knights starting back, the Canadians sweeping the Jets. Yeah. You know, and I'll tell you the one biggest difference, and this and this means a lot, is fans in the stands. Agreed. You know, huge hits. Everybody standing on their feet when a guy makes a good save or a breakaway. You know, and back and forth. You know, some of this plays going three, four, five minutes without a whistle. Mm-hmm. So it is. It has been. I mean, hockey can't ask have asked for anything better. And I think these next two series are going to be dynamite as
0: well. And then knowing that after this season, you have Seattle coming into the league and yep. you're gonna have you know their draft, like their freight or uh I was gonna say franchise draft. That 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 probably is the right word. If I'm uh, wrong, I'm wrong. Expansion draft. Expansion draft, thank you. And then the deals they recently made with A B C and Turner Sports, this is kind of a good time right now for the NHL. Yeah, they're doing well. There hasn't been too much downtime or downplay, right? So mm-hmm. it's—I
1: mean hockey needs to capitalize on this, and it's going to be—I like, be the next fun two series, which—I mean—I don't know why they didn't start tonight.
0: I don't know right? either. Yeah. Tonight would have been uh, a good night.
1: Lightning, Tampa Bay. You know, you none of the work.
0: Def- You've got the defending champions. I—I I don't know.
1: So, you know, and I do like the seeding where it was one versus four, two versus
0: three. Mm -hmm. And with the exception of probably the Avs and the Blues, those one fours were about as equal as the two threes. Yep.
1: Yeah. Poor Maple Leaf fans. Once again, (laughs) since 1967.
0: I I do feel bad for them. I, I, I do feel bad for them. You have one of the top young players in Matthews in the league, who's probably going to win a lot of awards this year. You win the Canadian division, the North. I I'm calling it the Canadian division because it's all Canadian teams. That's all we call it. Yeah, the North. You have, you know, you're beating the daylights out of a Canadian's team that, for the most part, had. No reason to be on the ice. And then you yep. just drop dead and lose the last three.
1: And in classic, classic, classic moments, the rest of Canada is happy Because all you hear is Toronto Maple Leafs, Toronto Maple Leafs, Toronto Maple Leafs. Did you know that when Toronto flies to Vancouver, every other game in Vancouver is an 8 o'clock start by mm-hmm. time. Clock mm-hmm. o'clock start by time. But because Toronto fans are so old, they start the game at 4 o'clock Vancouver time. So they can watch it at 7 o'clock their time. So they can go to bed by 10.
0: Because Toronto fans are so old. Oh, gosh. Oh, man. It's, it does that. Edmonton starts at 5, my time. Calgary starts
1: at 5. It's a Saturday night. night. They don't start at 8 or 9. No, nope, 5 o'clock. Unreal, <laughs> oh my goodness
0: <sighs> Yeah, we love to bash the Leafs well one of us does the other doesn't really yeah. have an opinion so
1: <laughs> but hey it goes to show you you can spend 44 million dollars on 3, 4, 5 players mm-hmm. and it doesn't matter exactly. you shut down that line you have nobody you have no grit you have no tenacity uh, Tavares got hurt in game 1 right which was a, a fluke collision you know, he got tripped up and he took Corey Perry's knee to the head and he got taken off on a stretcher which was a nerve-wracking moment
0: well I think the thing we've learned if anything over the last few years in sports is that at the end of the day you don't have to have these quote unquote super teams and have these big salaries to end up winning at all. I mean and we'll get into baseball in a little bit, but I'm gonna use this as an example. Look at the Tampa Bay Rays right now. They were the first team to get the forty wins and we're not even in the middle of June and they have probably the five or one of the five or ten lowest salaries in all of Major League Baseball. So no, no. it it that series goes to show you that you don't necessarily have to have, you know, the the big money, you know, the big pockets to win it all.
1: Yeah. That's the thing, right, is you need to have grinders. You need to have guys who are going to block shots who are going to get down and dirty. Mm -hmm. Take punches to the head. And you're going to need your goaltenders to stand on their head. Yeah. You know, so and you need top defensemen, I think if you don't have a top defense defense crew, you ain't going to playoffs. Yeah, I, I agree with that. That's my opinion. And I do have an opinion on the Tampa Bay Rays, but we'll wait for that.
0: Yeah, we'll, we will. We will get into them in a little bit. Don't worry. Um, there's only one thing for football that I want to talk about because there really hasn't been. Much, well, well, actually, no. There's a second thing. Um, because in between uh the the previous show that we did and this one, we had a big trade in the NFL with Julio Jones going to the Tennessee Titans uh, in exchange for and, – and the Titans also got a sixth-round pick. Atlanta, in return, gets a second and a fourth. So two things that come out of that. One, Julio Jones is not going to be in the NFC because I had told you uh, about a week or two ago that there was possibility that he could have gone to Seattle. Yes, and if he had gone to Seattle, I would have said Seattle's the favorite now in the NFC. Yeah, yeah. Now that he is in Atlanta or uh, Tennessee, to me, and I had this talk with a couple of people at work, to me, it makes them, in my mind, the favorites to win the AFC South. The favorites. Not saying they're gonna win it. You know, we'll make our picks when we get to that point. But it makes them the favorites to win the AFC South. And I think it puts them near the top of the list as far as contenders for the AFC. Because the Chiefs, to me, are still at the top of the conference. Buffalo, I think, is a very strong second. And then whoever you want to go for third, it may be Tennessee fits the three spot.
1: Now, is there gonna be enough footballs to go around in Tennessee? You got King Henry, Jay Brown, and now you got Julio Jones.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: They're obviously a run-first team.
0: Yeah. Um. Well, I mean, I think they'd find a way. I I really think they would find a way to spread the ball around, spread the love around. Um. I think what it would come down to, really, is can this team work together? Because if they can work together, and you got a really good quarterback in Tannehill, uh, you're talking about a team that could be a threat towards making the Super Bowl. Because they've got the coaching. The coaching is not the problem. You know, it's just that I they might have needed that one missing piece, and they might have found it.
1: Yeah, it'll be a tough division, right? Indy's going to be up there as well. They're division champ last year.
0: Yeah, those would be the top 2 cuz with Jacksonville, they're just in a rebuilding period and Texans are a mess. They're they're a mess.
1: They may go 0 and 17 for the first time in NFL history.
0: It's very possible. And on the first year we do a 17, you know, an official, you know, 17 game schedule. Yep. <laughs>
1: Okay. It, it was a good trade though, I do like the trade
0: No, I do like the trade Because um, Atlanta's kind of in a Rebuilding period right now Um, And Matt Ryan May have a couple more years left in him So they're probably Going to be in a rebuilding period right now Alright, let's talk about What I think is the big Story in football this week and it's actually college football that has the headline, and that is the possibility of expanding the college football playoff, uh, D one, or you know D one A. I used to we used to call it as a kid uh, the FBS from four teams to twelve teams. And this is a big deal because there have been people that have been asking for years, you know, they got to expand. They got to expand. So here is what we know. There's going to be a meeting next week in Chicago. It will feature all of the commissioners of the conferences, the 10 commissioners. So, you mean
1: the 11th? Because doesn't Notre Dame have their own commissioner?
0: (laughs) Good point. Good point. Good point. Good point. So, what they're going to do is they're going to make the proposal of what they would like to see in the 12 team playoff format. And then, if it gets approved. They would go to another meeting later in the summer and then if that gets approved we will go from 4 to 12 within a few years. So, here are the things that are on the plate as far as how this would work. The top four conference champions doesn't matter which four the top Four conference champions would get a first round bye. The remaining eight would play each other in round one and it would be at the higher seeds stadium. So let's say the eight, nine matchup is, and I'm just going to pick two random teams, Texas and Florida. Because Texas is the 8th seed, the game would be played at Texas. Yeah. yeah. Then, the teams that win that ga- those games would obviously go to the second round. That would be at a bowl game. And then, you would go from there to the semifinals and then the national championship.
1: You win now, three games. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Now, here's another thing, and this is where I'm going to have a bit of a problem, and this is where I'm going to jump into this. You did mention Notre Dame. Even if they are ranked the number one team in the country, it cannot receive a bye or be seeded higher than number five.
1: Because they don't play in a division. division.
0: They don't play, yep, exactly. And that is where, there's a a few things wrong with with, with this idea. That's number one, right there. Because you are basically saying to Notre Dame, and not only to Notre Dame, but the other independent schools, and and I'm just going to mention the other independent schools real quick. Army, BYU, Connecticut... Liberty, Massachusetts, and New Mexico State. If you want to be in our playoffs, you have to run the table. Now, Notre Dame, more than likely, I could see them running the table at, at any point in time. Yeah. yeah. Army has gotten pretty good these last few years. BYU yeah. was really good last year. So, so- what's your.
1: So here's the question then. Okay. What about the Mountain West
0: division with Boise? Well, I, right. I, I'm I'm gonna get into them in a minute. Right. Right. So what you're saying basically to these independent schools is you have to go undefeated to make our playoff at this point from four or you know if they go to the go to the 12 team format. And also, not reward them for going undefeated, you know, with, un, unless they had a terrible schedule with a first round bye.
1: Which, I mean, they play, what, one or two maybe ranked teams and that's it?
0: Probably. Maybe, you know, so I could see
1: coming from them, right? Mm hmm. You know, if you're playing the SEC, you're playing maybe three or four ranked teams. Right. Plus, playing some other pretty good teams.
0: But Notre Dame scheduling, I never have worry about because they have games where they're playing three or four ranked teams every year. It's the other schools that have me worried. Like, you almost have to have the perfect season just to get in. Yes. yes. Okay, and now to the second thing. The, The conference champions, and you did mention the Mountain West, which I'm glad you did. So let's say for example Boise State has a really good year. Yeah. They yeah. they obviously they would get in if if they win their conference. Do you give them a first round bye over a team say like Alabama, Ohio State, Oklahoma? You know, because those are – and Clemson. Let, let's just say it like it is. Those are right now the four big teams. Yeah. And yeah. you have little Boise State. Well, they're not really that little, but
1: – with the blue field, don't, don't, no less.
0: The smart field, as my dad calls it. Yes. Um, But for the purposes of this, again – You're not going. Well, okay. The only way I could see it where it's like they're out of, they're not in the top four is if there's like five undefeated teams. Like that, that would be the exception. But here is a perfect opportunity to have the Mountain West, the American, which for the last few years has had some really good teams. Yep. Yep. Um, The Mac is another one. (laughs) possibly the Sun Belt conference because they had coastal Carolina last year as a tr- a terrific story there and uh conference USA you know they yep, could be yep. in the mix so but again it it's gonna go on record so the team that wins the conference that has maybe a four and eight record probably will not make it
1: now, if you're the Big Ten, I think it's yes. Big Ten. You don't have a playoff game, right? You don't have a final championship game, do you? No, they, they do. They changed it now. Yeah,
0: because they for a long time they didn't have a,
1: a championship game.
0: That's true. That is, yeah, that is. Um, but I'm trying to think here. Another thing that's a problem. It This one's not really a problem, but it's something to think about. Conferences could have multiple teams get in. Like, this past season, if they had done 12, would have been a perfect example. Because the SEC would have had three teams. It
1: would yes. have been
0: Alabama, Florida, and Texas A&M. Yeah. yeah. Um, Big 12 might have had two... The ACC would have had two. There, there's a few conferences there. So, again, it goes into another situation of who do you value more? The team that won the conference, especially if it's a small school, or a Power 5 school that went like undefeated and lost the title game. That's going to be another problem. Yeah. Yeah. And then my final problem, and this is the biggest one for me. The teams that get the first round buys, they're not going to have any home games because in the proposal, the quarterfinals, the semifinals are at bowl games. Oh, uh, yes. That's my biggest problem. So you mean, okay, so let's say, you know, and, and I'll make up two schools here. Let's say a uh, Southern New York state plays Northern Nevada at the Rose Bowl in the quarterfinals. No. 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 You have to reward the top 4 teams with a home game. Yeah. That's that's how all the other, you know, like the FCS rewards it. Division 2, Division 3, that's how they reward until they get to the finals because the finals are at a neutral site. Yep. yep. So, while I like the idea of the expansion, and I think it will happen, there's a lot of things they have to work on because, and let's say... You know, the the six bowl games that get used are the six that they have right now, which are Sugar Bowl, Orange Bowl, Rose Bowl, Fiesta Bowl, Cotton Bowl, and Peach Bowl. Let's say those are the six they use. Yep. There's no way, I, I will tell you right now, one, as a football fan, two, as a citizen of the United States of America, there is no way on God's green earth that the Rose Bowl will happen before January the 1st. I would bet my life savings on it. I would even bet the $18 million you said if I had it. There's (laughs) no way the Rose Bowl would ever have a game before January the 1st.
1: It's a January 1st New Year's Day game. It is. It is. Simple. They have the Rose, they have the parade, and then they play the football game
0: well, the parade sucks, but, you know, no one cares about the parade. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> there, there might be there a flayable balloon, balloon accident, accident one, time.
0: one time. I mean, I mean, hell, Grandpa Simpson even said it sucks. So if Grandpa Simpson says it sucks, then it sucks.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's going to be interesting. It's all about the money. NC Dulles knows that they are in trouble with all their recent actions that they have done. Mm-hmm. From having the women's basketball tournament having a couple of yoga mats and some pilate right. ball, Pilates balls and a couple of weights, to not having players being able to make money on their with their name, to you know, so they're in a bit of trouble and they're, now they're trying to redeem themselves.
0: Yeah, they are with arguably the biggest sport, the most popular sport, yeah. which is college football. So we'll we'll see what happens. Like I said, the the conference is ne- or the meeting is next week. Um, I expected to at least get past the first, like this first meeting, and then let's see yeah. what happens yeah. with the second. So
1: I think it's all based on the almighty dollar.
0: Yeah, it is. It really is. Okay. Um, I want to mention LeBron James real quick. It's not going to be a rant. Again, Well, I mean, it's kind of a rant, but it's not as big as the one I had a few episodes ago. Yes. So, LeBron has a show called The Shop. I've never watched it. I know of it, but I've never watched it. So, there was a recent episode where they had Bad Bunny on. And, for those that don't know, Bad Bunny is a musician... Uh, apparently, he's one of the biggest musicians in the world right now. I, I didn't know this until um, the whole road to WrestleMania this year. Yeah. And he had an awesome run. Like, it was tremendous. Like, I I loved it. I really did. And if Daniel, you know, if Dan was here, our friend, he probably would agree with me. Yep. yep. So they talk about, you know, like, the training and all that and how Bad Bunny moved to Orlando, because that's where their performance center is. Yeah. LeBron makes a comment that kind of irritated me and I thought was kind of inappropriate because he said Whenever I hear the word Orlando, I get PTSD. What? Yeah. And he's saying this with a glass of red wine in his hand, which I'm almost pretty sure no barbershop in the world would have anybody drinking a glass of wine.
1: Well, one of the the snooty ones. ones.
0: Would you like to get some But, is, but oh. is there such a thing but is there such a thing as a snooty barber shop?
1: No, I go to I go to a person to a place that's got sports on.
0: Right. Like my barber shop, even though it closed, it was just, you know, they had music on, you had some framed pictures, and that was it. Yeah. yeah. And three seats. You know, three barber chairs. But to compare hearing Orlando to having post-traumatic stress disorder. Bad use of words. Bad use of
1: words. you're just getting raked over the coals for everything lately.
0: I am surprised that more people did not go crazy over this. And especially soldiers. Those are the ones that I thought for sure would be like how dare you say this? How well, dare you
1: use this? They can't this say comparison? nothing or else they get fired. Or they, or they you know, they get chastised. They get chastised.
0: <laughs> and this right? is what I was talking about with the tweet a few months ago about that officer. Because yep. it's LeBron James, he can get away with it. And I think he knows it too. And it's a shame, again... This is, I'm I'm not going to go crazy like I did with the previous one. It's a shame. It's disappointing. And I think everybody in this world has had, at some point in time, a family member go to war. I know I have. My my uncles, my dad, my cousins, all served time for the United States. And there are those that are lucky, you know, to not have this. But then there are those that are unfortunate that do have this and suffer this. And to make that comparison is just absolutely pathetic. I don't even care if you're joking. It's just a comparison you do not make. And it's just sad, you know, it's just sad.
1: Yeah, I and mean, you can't say nothing. Can't say nothing. Got
0: off. Got off. made that, made that, that video and he just went... You really can't. You know. I just, like I said, I wish more people would just be like, yo, that's not cool. That yeah. That's... You can't say that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't care who you are. I don't care if you're the president of the United States of America. You don't make that kind of comment.
1: Yeah. No, nope, not,
0: really? not at all. No. But all right. Let let us get into something that makes you and I both happy, JC. Major League Baseball. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And boy, did we have uh, <laughs> Degrom and uh, Tatis last night. Degrom basically owned him. Yeah. Um, I would not be surprised right now. To say this, if the Grom ends up being the MVP of the National League.
1: Yeah, I can, see it.
0: I can see it. As long as he stays healthy.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And that's a little bit of an issue because he did have to be pulled out, um, but they did do an MRI, and his elbow is okay, so it looks like he won't miss his next start. Yeah. Yeah. But let's talk about the team that we did mention earlier in the show—the Tampa Bay Rays. First yeah. of forty wins. Slash in all of baseball.
1: Slash Montreal, Montreal Rays, Rays soon. <laughs> so, there then, are that those happened.
0: that are still holding on to that.
1: What's up? Um, no, go ahead. But, As I say, it's going to happen. I think they are going to have Montreal's going to split with Tampa Bay. And, I mean, they play in a dumpy stadium where you've got got catwalks. You hit this catwalk, it's a fair ball. You hit this catwalk, it's a foul. You hit this catwalk, it's a dead ball. You hit the roof, it's this. You hit that speaker, it's that. It's like, okay. Like, up already, right? (laughs) They are a good team. I'll give them that much for what they have to deal with every year. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, they've they make shrewd trades. They give up on guys so they don't have to pay money, and they keep on winning. Mm-hmm. Which brings me to Glasgow and his alleged remarks that the Toronto Blue Jays or the Buffalo Blue Jays or the Florida Blue Jays were stealing signs. Oh boy! Now, this is the same guy. Who had Montoya as a representative of the Tampa Bay Rays, who's about as honest as he gets. And I'm just like, you got to be kidding me. You're going to blame the Trump Blue because you got hit around? Mm-hmm. They're a good young team that can hit the ball. And as David Price said, if you don't like it, pitch better. Right. And now you're going to accuse it? I mean, I mean with, the, with, the, this with this the spider attack, attack, attack and, and all this other stuff that's ball, happening with the ball, the ball, it's, I mean, I mean, you watch. Some of these pitchers that have been having great seasons are going to also just kind of fade away.
0: I mean, I, I hadn't heard that until you just said it. So it wouldn't surprise me, and... I'm going to I'm actually kind of glad you did bring that up because I'm going to I'm going to bring up um something that just got released recently. Um and a concern and it's about the Houston Astros, what a surprise, but um <laughs> you know, it it wouldn't surprise me. Not I'm not saying from the Blue Jays side. I'm just saying it wouldn't surprise me if another team was stealing bait, you know, stealing signs.
1: Yeah, and I, and, I, and I think it happens, right? But I mean, how do you steal signs in a two-mile ballpark? Right? <laughs> right. Like you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. I just have to shake my head on that one. So right. It's like if you don't like it, you like, "Well, I've been hit around. Well, then pitch better." Yeah. You know, you don't hear Greg Maddox. was—you never heard him complain if they're still in signs, right from second, because right. I. Maybe you're tipping Maybe you're your pitches. Your pitches. Mm-hmm. Right. And the Blue Jays are onto it. I mean, I mean you know, that that could be a possibility.
0: That's possible.
1: So, but I don't know. Right. Say something like that. And then to have this sticky situation, quote unquote, where players are now, pitchers are losing 400 RPM off their spin rate because they stopped using this all this tax stuff.
0: Yeah. And it's like they can't use, like, the, the substances and that's getting a little crazy on that end. So, yep, yep.
1: it's gonna be interesting. It's
0: going to be interesting, it is, it, it really is. And the Chicago White Sox are such an interesting adventure because it's like the manager says stuff and it's like, oh, they broke you know unwritten rules and all that. And then one of their players the other day gets hurt after the umpire. Like moved bad and it hit the you po- in the leg and it's like what the hell happened?
1: That was crazy.
0: Crazy. Um, I, I, we post, I posted that in our uh, baseball group on Facebook yep. Yep. the other day, and then the 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 Pirates, the poor Pittsburgh Pirates, <laughs> who awesome. who can't who can't figure out, you know, if to tag the runner or to throw at the home and can't tag a base when they hit a home run.
1: Yeah, they just yeah, need they a fold up shop fold-up for the year.
0: <laughs> We're done. We're done. You can I just how wins. Okay. I'm I'm going to say this. If you miss a base and you're like little league or below, I understand. It's excusable. I'll I'll let that slide. Yeah. High school? Okay, I understand. Let it slide. College? eh, Maybe I'll let you pass. Minor leagues? eh, Case-by-case situation. Yeah. But you're in the major leagues! How the hell do you miss a base? Well,
1: again, I think it has to do with the fact that players aren't into the games as much as they used to be, right? They don't practice every day. They're not out taking shag balls or... You know they're just not into the game.
0: Here, actually, I'm gonna send you something here on uh, on our Skype here. I think you'll get a little laugh out of this? Because I got this in my email the other day. It is missed home runs throughout history of baseball. Hmm.
1: Well, they had <laughs> one in a the long minor list. They had a they had one in the minor leagues. Where the yeah, guy the even I touch do... home plate, but the umpire said he missed home plate, and on the review, yeah. he touched home plate.
0: It's a it's a long list. <laughs> I, if anyone I, is interested, I, if anyone is interested in this list, uh, message me on Facebook uh, if you're in our group, and I'll I'll send you I'll send you the link.
1: <laughs> and the worst part is, right? Say you miss second base, you get a single. Mm-hmm. Say you miss third base, you get a double. Say you miss home plate, you get a triple. He didn't even get a hit out of it he missed first base. first base. It is an out. It is, it's,
0: not it's not a hit. So, you know, unreal. Un- unbelievable. It, but yeah. it's kind of funny, though. It, it kind of is. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, um, now, so now here's one.
1: We talked about the NL MVP. Let's switch over to the AL MVP. AL MVP.
0: Ooh. I mean, Vlad Jr. is making an argument for what I said the year before, so... Yeah. <laughs> I kind of called it last year, but then we had like a 60-game schedule, so... Yeah, um,
1: and he showed up overweight, and you had a new position, and he just didn't play well.
0: It, yeah. Hi mm.
1: gosh, who was be between? MVP? It'd be between two players, I think, at this time. Okay. And they were talking about Shai Otani... And oh,
0: in black, black. Yeah, black. Otani. Um. Ooh. Well, this is. Let me see. June twelfth, right now. That's close. Um. I would say. Ooh. Cause neither one of them are in a good position right now, as far as their team is. Yeah. Because Toronto's a game over 500, but they're seven and a half back. The Angels are one game under 500 and six back. Yeah. yeah. Um,
1: I mean, Trout's I mean, won to be four if going the playoffs.
0: For now, and, I, and I'll give my reason, my vote would go to Otani. Only because of what he is doing, which is pitching on every five days, yep. and yep. hitting, and he's almost near the top of the board as far as home runs go in the American League. So, as much as I'd want to give it to Vlad Jr. right now, I I would say Otani has my vote. Okay. Okay. At this time.
1: Still so got another hundred games left. Mm-hmm. So
0: my mind could be changed. Yeah. It could, it yeah. could be.
1: It is amazing watching pitch and hits. But I mean I think he has a two and one record. Pitching, one record. Right. pitching So you gotta take the pitch and stops out.
0: If he was and ten he's and playing every day. Yep. Yeah. Yep. For, for a while he's
1: only pitching every Sunday. Sunday. Mm-hmm. Now I think they moved them every five days. Yeah. I think it's going to be a a good race. It
0: will. It definitely will. Okay. So I have one last topic. We're going to stick with baseball. And I'm going to ask you this. And I've never actually asked you this question before. As long as I've known you.
2: Okay.
0: Are you a book reader? No. 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 Okay. What if... (laughs) What if... After this story, I convinced you to maybe get this book? All right. All right. So, this week, a writer by the name of Andy Martino came out with a book that alleges the Astros continued their sign-stealing scheme through the 2019 playoffs. The book, entitled Cheated! The Inside Story of the Astros Scandal and a Colorful History of Sign-Stealing, details Houston's sign-stealing in 2019, which slightly from the practice in previous years. According to Martino, the Astros would use television monitors to pick up the opposing catcher's signs, then use a willing coach and massage gun to signal different pitches to the team's hitters. Mm-hmm. MLB suspended former manager AJ Hinch and general manager Jeff Lunho or Luno for a year for their involvement. The Astros were additionally stripped of their first and second round draft picks in 2020 and 2021 and were fined $5 million. The initial investigation into Houston's sign stealing alleged the Astros stole signs through the 2017 season and into part of the 18 season. But Martino's book challenges that finding. The Rays reportedly asked Major League Baseball to look for Houston players wearing vibrating Band-Aids during the 19 ALDS, and Martino details a tense interaction between the Yankees and Astros hitting coach Alex Cintrone during the American League Championship Series. And I happen to have a little excerpt from that. Martino wrote the exact tone and volume of the whistle would vary depending on the pitch that Masahiro Tanaka was about to throw. Yankees manager Aaron Boone and a few of his coaches started yelling across at Cintron telling him to stop. What the F are you going to do about it? Cintron called back. Hinch vehemently denied all sign-stealing allegations during the 2019 playoffs. He said the claims of cheating were a joke. He was fired in January 2020, shortly before Major League Baseball issued his year-long suspension. Hinch returned to a Major League dugout this year as he is currently serving as the manager of the Detroit Tigers. The Astros lost to the Nationals in game seven of the World Series. Houston reached the American League Championship series last year and is currently sitting at thirty well what is what is their record now? Uh it is thirty-six and twenty-seven. This was written a few days ago, this story. But Okay. Before I before I I, I get your opinion, I'm gonna add something on to that. To that claim. <laughs> I heard on the news, this was, like, I think after the World Series, there were players on the Nash team that saw them trying to steal signs from our players, our pitchers, and would let them know, their, let their teammates know, hey, they're doing this. You got to watch out. This is legit. This is a legit thing. If the Nationals, who won the World Series, saw them stealing their own signs, how is any of this not true?
1: Yeah, that's why they're getting booed every time they go to a different stadium.
0: Actually, I'm going to put this on my Amazon wish list now. (laughs) After after reading that article.
1: I mean... I mean, you look at it, they haven't been, they haven't yeah, they are what, 30-something yeah, in 27. 27. But, mm-hmm. I mean, last year they were having trouble hitting the ball. And it's easy if you can get, if you know what's coming, if it's a breaking ball, right, you can gear up for it, or slider, for a curve, for a change-up. If it's a fastball, you can gear up for it if you know what's coming. Mm-hmm. And the story doesn't explode, look out.
0: Here's the thing. This story or this book co- or came out earlier this week. Yeah. And as of this recording, on Amazon, it is right now in the, not in the top 100, but it is number 1 in sociology of sports, number 1 in baseball coaching, and number 3 in baseball in the books department on Amazon. So, here's the thing. And I had this talk with my dad, and I had this talk with my oldest nephew, who's really getting into baseball. Because I I think the World Series of 19 is what got him into it. Yeah. Yeah. You, if this is true, which I do believe is true, you're gonna have to do another investigation. You're gonna have to do a whole other investigation yeah. Based off yep. this book. Yeah. Yeah. And then whatever is in the book, which like I said, I really think is true. I mean, I'm even defending the Yankees on this one. I, I never thought I'd defend the New York Yankees, but I am. Yeah. If this is true, I think and if and if another case opens up, there could be a possibility that people get banned for life from baseball.
1: Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think so.
0: Because <laughs> if it's like it continues after they win the World Series for another two years.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'd really I'd really
0: I, I, I mean it's like I said to my dad a long time ago: the players that are on this team right now are going to be booed for the rest of their careers until, you know, they retire. And but this makes it worse. Yep. It yeah. makes it worse.
1: Yeah, baseball's got some yeah, issues. Baseball's got some
0: issues. They really do.
1: They've got the They've got the, the sticky procedure the issue. Procedure issue. Mhm. And now they got, and now they got The Astros. The Astros. They had the Red Sox. They had the Red Sox. Mhm. So, so baseball's got to do something if this is bad. true. If this is true. Baseball's come down hard. hard.
0: This if I, I do like I said, I really think this is true. And if this is true, this is what I said. This is, this is what I'm going to tell you, JC and our listeners. This is what I would do if I was the commissioner of baseball, if I was Rob Manfred, which in a way, I'm kind of glad I'm not. No doubt. No doubt. I would give the Houston Astros baseball's version of the death penalty. And let me tell you what it would be. What they would do is, Number one, anybody that was involved in this would be banned for life from baseball. That's the first thing. Yeah. The second thing I would do, and this is where you gotta hit them hard. You take all their prospects in the minor leagues, take them all away from the Astros and give them to the other 29 major league clubs. Basically, have the Astros start from scratch. Yep. And then the players that are currently on the team that didn't do it, they can stay on the team. But the ones that did do it, the ones that admittedly knew it, You gotta ban them. You gotta get them out of there. I say, do what the NCAA did to SMU. Basically, take everything away from them, and be like, you're starting from scratch. You are not gonna ruin this game anymore. Yeah, start from scratch.
1: Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you. I mean, I love baseball. Right? It's my favorite sport. Yeah. Yeah. And there's ways to steal signs. If you're a guy on second base, if you, you know, you're looking at the catcher and he doesn't change it, that's legit. You need to hide it. But to have technology do it, that crosses the line.
0: And don't forget the massage gun.
1: <laughs> yeah, the massage gun. <laughs> 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 you know, I mean, they still say there's a wire on. I think Tubes, or who was at. Uh,
0: Right, America's right, because he off. said, don't take my shirt off. Yeah. Don't take my shirt or like, jersey off. My shoulder's sore. Mm-hmm. Give me a break. My shoulder's
1: sore. <laughs> you know, you can rip my jersey <laughs> off if I hit a game-winning home run. <laughs> so, yeah, it's just the Astros keep digging themselves a bigger and bigger hole. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, if this comes out, I mean, they got absolutely rocked in Boston with the fans. The fans. They got absolutely rocked. Got I think rocked. How they played the Yankees at.
0: Yeah, they played the Yankees uh, a and, while back.
1: And they played the Dodgers. I think they have the Dodgers coming up. Uh, and I, I can't. And I think they they play, uh, I think when they go to to Anaheim, I think a bunch of Dodger fans are buying tickets.
0: Oh, that that's the big one with the Dodgers. That's the big one. Yeah. I can't wait. And I know it's not going to happen this year. Maybe it will next year. If they come to D.C. to play the Nationals. Because, and and I'll tell you why. The Nationals, in a way, might have been the heroes of Major League Baseball. Because they prevented the Astros from winning a second championship. And if all of this is true, you know... What else can you say? Yeah, yeah. So, but I, I just put it. Interesting. interesting. Mm-hmm. And I, I put, put it on my Amazon. Buy that book. Book. If you buy that book, you
1: can. Buy that book. You can, you can buy always it. Send, it send it to me. I'll read it, mm-hmm. and, then I'll it and then I'll send it back.
0: All right. Well, I, I mean
1: it on my wish list. I mean, yeah. Because if you look if back, look, the, last the last team that team ever, ever, ever got ever bumped. Ever got bumped was the Chicago White
0: Yeah. Yeah. But they didn't steal signs. They they basically screwed their owner. Yeah. And yeah. even though it was wrong, you know, like I was trying to tell them, you know, trying to tell my nephew, like, you don't throw the World Series even if your owner's a D-bag,
1: and, you know. And Shoeless Joe Jackson, did not, Joe Jackson did not throw that series.
0: I, thank you. Thank you.
1: That guy deserves, in the, deserves in the whole
0: thing. I agree. I agree. There There's evidence that he did not throw it. Yeah. But when you and i take over jc when you and i take over yeah.
1: i will i mean i do like the fact that they allowed the uh the negro league to have all their stats implemented mm-hmm. which was great so now you need to implement shoeless joe jackson, jackson again Yep. and then while you're at it as much as it might pain some people Pete Rose needs to go into the Hall of Fame as a player.
0: Uh, for his that's, hits. Another t- <laughs> that's another conversation yeah. for another day. And I think he's paid his dues
1: as a player, right? Right. He didn't bet on right. his own team player. I mean, the guy, the now, guy ran love- over a back in the All Star game. You know. You know.
0: So. So. Oh well. Yep. Yep. Well. On that note, uh, that's gonna do it for our show. Uh, if you'd like to join us on, you know, on Facebook, because we do have, you know, different topics we post up. Go to Facebook. Uh, type in in the search bar the JC and Bill Sports Cast. We are now at over two hundred members. So, thank you, Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. Um, you know, we talk pretty much just about everything besides what you hear on the show. I mean, horse racing, uh, Speaking
1: of horse racing. <laughs> I was expecting you to talk that. about that.
0: All right. I'll, I'll talk about it real quick. So the second test came back positive. Yeah. Bob Baffert is banned at Churchill downs until the end of 2023, which I agree.
2: Yeah.
0: The decision as far as if they're going to take, the win from the horse, and this is kind of interesting. It doesn't come from the racetrack itself, which is Churchill Downs. Yeah. It's yeah. got to come from the Kentucky Athletic Commission for horse racing. They're the ones that are gonna make the final decision. So, so what either... happens if you made a bet on that horse, anyone? Mm-hmm. You lose your money. Do you have to give the money back? That's a good question. I don't know. Yep. That's a really good question. I Um, I mean, I, I would think the transactions already happened.
1: Yep. And just like if the so, horse said like if, uh, that, came second, wins, that came second now wins, you get
0: that right and that, ticket. And that, and that ticket. If you still have the ticket, because there may be some that threw the ticket away. <laughs> now
1: they're like they're, now they're being garbage pickers going. Where's my
0: ticket? Where's my ticket? <laughs> you know, it's little things that keep me up at night. It's kind of funny in a way. <laughs> um, I would say here, here's what I would do. If they do have to give their money back, then Churchill downs at worst or at best should give them at least free tickets for a day at the at the racetrack,
1: yeah, yeah,
0: <laughs> that's the best thing you should do at that
1: point. I think so.
0: I like <laughs> I like I like, like, like that on the phone. <sighs> but yeah, we do talk about that. We talk about other stuff. Um, congratulations to the Oklahoma softball team. Came back, won the national championship. Um, really cool story on that. So, but yeah. I did want to mention them before we wrap it up.
1: Um, and good old and good Phil, Phil Mickelson, Mickelson winning in the yes. PGA Championship. Congratulations, yes. Phil! Lefty's done it now. Done it now the ball's, the ball's in Tiger Woods' court.
0: Well, that's if he ever comes back. Yeah, you know he's yeah. doing the rehab well, he now. I out.
1: like to see. You know, I like to see you know, Tiger, versus, Tiger Phil versus Phil at the U.S. Open, the US Open on, on on final on the final, final 18, final 18, final on, 18 on, on on Victory Sunday. Victory Sunday. One and two. Going at two it. Going at it. I think that would be amazing. I think
0: that would be amazing. Well, we'll wait and see what happens in the future. Yep. Yep. Um, so, yeah, check us out, Facebook. Uh, I put the link in the description of every episode. Invite, you know, add yourself, add your friends. We're a friendly community. Uh, pretty peaceful. Yep. Um, and, and don't forget, follow the number one rule, don't be a schmuck. Yeah, don't be a schmuck. Don't be a schmuck. Everybody That's loves that rule. Exactly. Everybody loves that <laughs> I know. It's like the best rule I think I ever made in my life. Uh, thank you for listening to another episode of the JC of Bill Sportscast, and we will talk to you all later. Have a
1: good one. Have a good one.